Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. I want to give a big thank you to Williams Tire Nobles Networking, Par Hopper. Thank you all for sponsoring the show. Apparently, I say sponsoring weird. I got a very weird fucking email earlier talking uh, about how I say shit. But if you don't like it, don't fucking listen. I uh, also want to give a thank you to uh, Red Circle um, for all the sponsors that you brought onto the show, making me a little bit of money, uh, at least a little bit of beer money. Buffalo Trace, I've got you sitting right in the middle tonight. Uh, I won't charge you as much as Joe Rogan does, and I will drink your stuff right here in front of everybody. Tonight with me, you can actually see people now. We're doing visual. Thank you to uh, the folks helping us with the YouTube crossover. Uh, we got Neil Mullis been on the show several, several times. And then uh, we got James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's things no, that you talk about all fair that end up being like an inside joke you guys can never fucking know uh-huh. <laughs> anyway this guy killed kennedy uh <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the shit talking shows if you've ever sat here and you listened to it did, i did one last wednesday and i have fun as you get drunk you talk shit you don't know what the fuck it's about uh we're going to start talking about how neil has got like all the vaccines now because he's scared and uh, the cute little masks that he has that are bedazzled. And we're just going to go from there. I'm a neat freak. What can I say? I know. Look at you. You've I'm, been real neat. I'm, I believe everything the government puts out there. You're a sheeple. That's right. A sheeple. How's your house coming along? <laughs> I need a fucking tetanus shot from being in it. <laughs> I liked it the other day. I liked it. Neil just bought a house, him and his wife. And uh, they're in the process of getting everything done. Yeah. Uh, so basically, long story short, the old son of a bitch we bought it from, I won't give him a plug because he doesn't deserve it, motherfucker. Um, we got fucked, basically. Do you really think so? I know so. I mean, yeah. we're the digging more you in. Get into it, the the worse more it you is. get into yes. it, the more you see all the all the shit that they just threw together. Did you buy it from a dealership or individual? He's got a dealer license. I wouldn't give him the, the fucking satisfaction of calling it a dealership. So what's he do, like buy repos? He gets, and, yeah, he gets. Sells them. He gets uh, foreclosed houses and stuff like that. And he got, he's got some half-ass handyman he pays by the hour to go in and throw shit together and polish a turd <laughs> to, to fuck people like me. And you don't you don't see this stuff because everybody knows mobile home. You have to split it apart. Yeah, hold it where you go and you put it back together. But when it's put together, yeah, yeah, it looks good. Everything looks great. But when you when when they brought that house in there, split apart, oh, it just oh, it really shined. I mean, you could see all the black mold, all, all the black mold. I knew when I saw the ceiling the other day uh, between the oh yeah the, the den and the kitchen. Oh, yeah. oh he's they're fucked. Yeah. Like it's it's almost to the point right now to where it would be cheaper to light a match and let insurance cover the loss. Okay. Just for future reference, when you're doing a show that's in the top 100 in the world in podcasts, you don't talk about insurance fraud because you never know what could happen. You might have a friend. Yeah, but they don't know me. 
Oh, that's yeah. right, because you've only been on here fucking 800 times already. You've been on this show as fucking much as I, said I have. it would be. I didn't say I was. It wasn't uh, premeditated. Okay, okay. Now they can see me wink at you, because you're on video. <laughs> and be like, yeah, okay, I got it, I got it. Yeah, of course you didn't burn your fucking house down. It's it's going to be all right. It, it's, it, it, it's a project place, and I saved about 200 grand doing this way, going this avenue. Versus buying a brand new one for two twenty, you know, something that size would have been two twenty easy. Yeah. And then you had to add sales tax on top of that. So I'm not about buying anything brand new. Whether I'm, it's a I've truck got my or whatever. Eye. I just don't. I just I mean, don't care for it. I've got my eye on the land beside. That that's the whole reason why we bought a used home. But like between you and where you live now, yes. Like where you built yeah. the house and where you're at now, where you take a left at the mailbox. Yeah. All that land to the I left of you. fucking scrap metal. Um, all that. I want that. You got enough scrap metal sitting there to pay for your house. Well, a lot of that's government shit. Well, fuck them. They're fucking so my so my wife's granddaddy. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll tell you a cute little story real quick. Okay. Uh, he used to go to the base and buy auction. He he would he would he would buy auction they, piles. They just did that in Afghanistan. Well, <laughs> but uh, he would go. Heard the Taliban got a hell of a deal. <laughs> Mr. Bill will buy from what he called DRMO. Yeah, which is I didn't know you could do that. Yes, they they actually have a tier on that when like military units and whatnot turn their equipment in. If you're in the federal government, you're like you got first dibs on them. Then it goes to state governments. Then it goes to local governments and whatever don't get snatched up between the start and finish to local governments, they put it up for auction. They don't care whether they get a penny a pound for it or they don't care what it is, whatever you all, uh, bid on it. So the government pays for it, but then the base gets the money? No. Is that, is that what you No. Once, once it goes from federal, state, the local governments, if none, no, but none of them mm -hmm. snatch stuff up, they put it up for auction where you, me, or public can all, uh, bid on it. And um, if you got the highest bid, you win it. I didn't know whatever you did it that. is. Yes, and that's how Mr. Bill Osborne. Um, probably shouldn't say the name. Sorry, but anyway, that's how he wound up with all that stuff there. So. Sorry. Now that he explained no, how I thought shit he works. Just, I thought he was of all the shit that we've said on this show. I thought he was fitting to look at me like you gotta go back and take that out. No, okay, no, we're fine. No, that's, no, no, no. that's the we're look good. that I thought he was giving no, me. Like, no, 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 we're good. So <laughs> now that he knows, because I don't know fucking shit about all that. I just yeah. know that they went and bought a bunch of junk. Okay. Now, somewhere in this pile of shit that they bought, somebody fucked up and put a government prototype part to an airplane in there. It was not supposed to be in there. A Kevin, a Kevin fucked up somewhere down the line, and he he put the wrong shit we in the wrong pile. All the Kevins that work at the base, so I can fucking so imagine. He buys this pile of junk, yeah, and they they go get it all because it was. I think they gave them six months to get all this stuff off the property. Six yeah. months. Well, the government comes pulling up in a bunch of black vehicles. <laughs> Oh, no shit. And yeah. and they, they looked at Mr. Bill and they were like, hey, hey, uh, we fucked up. We 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 put something in this pile you bought 
that that didn't belong there and we need it back and he's like all right well what's it worth to you and i think now don't quote me on this but i want to say it was somewhere around 200k is what they cut him a check for to show him where this prototype was <laughs> and give it back to him oh that's fire yeah how much oh, did yeah. he actually have in it you know? Eight cent is it eight? It was a penny of pound. It was a penny of pound. So he just bought scrap for. metal. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff in there. A, a lot of this stuff got. in there, like um, I want to say the Philippines. A lot of the airplanes that the Philippines were still using at that time, he was getting old parts from oh. aircraft that we retired over here, but the Philippines yep. are still using. So he's selling fuel tanks. Uh, gunship size. Oh, this guy's uh, badass. Yeah. Here's another story of him doing that kind of stuff. He was buying propellers from the Air Force. Air Force, we would just say $30,000. Once they got $30,000 on the propellers, Air Force would discard them. He would buy them. Well, the Navy and Marine Corps used them $80,000, dollars and whatnot. He would sell them back to the freaking Marine Corps or the Navy or whoever paid for it. Because they still had hours left on the propellers, so he was just a middleman between. The so airplanes. that explains why that shit. So now I get. Yes. It. I did not until now understand mm-hmm. yep. why all that stuff's there. And the reason why it's in a mess is because, and I just learned this not too long ago. So my father-in-law, which is Mr. Bill's son, mm-hmm. uh, my wife's dad, you know, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, so basically he told me that in the, in a rush to get all this shit off the base, you know, they gave him six months and that's a lot of shit, yeah. a whole bunch to get off. Oh, yeah. So in the rush, they were bringing all this stuff down there and they were just pretty much throwing it in the bushes, throwing it right there, you know, throwing it where they could get rid of it, run back, get another pile. Something caught fire. I, I, I don't know. I don't really remember what he said it was, but it was a, it was a weird deal where something sat out in the sun, it caught fire, and it started burning up half the shit that they had already brought down there. So they just had to start throwing stuff everywhere to, to, to get it away from this fire yeah. or whatever. And, that, and that's that's why when you ride down through there, because they had, they had all intentions of itemizing all this stuff, and it didn't work out. It caught on fire. Matter of fact, that fire burnt halfway down Red Dog going back towards Macon Highway. Oh, shit. Yeah, it ended up, it ended up catching a long ways on down the road. Uh, it, I want to say this is in the late 90s, maybe. Something, something like that. Late 90s, early 2000s yeah, when all this happened. mid-90s. Oh, it's a damn mess. But, uh, there's, there's airplane wings. Um, there's I don't know how many shit tanks to aircraft there are out there. There's, those, if you ever need a those, septic tank. I got you. Oh, those are actually fuel tanks. Whatever. Mr. Bill called me up one time, just out of the blue. So, hey, uh, Ken. I was like, yeah, we're going to help you with Mr. Bill. He's like, I got a bunch of F-16 fuel tanks. Um, I just seen where we just sold Egypt a bunch of F-16s. You know anybody wants to buy them? I'm like, I don't know anybody in Egypt, <laughs> especially the Egypt government. Trying to buy F sixteen fuel tanks. But, yeah, uh, I, if you called me and, and was like, "Hey, is anybody need fuel tanks?" I'd be like, 
what the fuck you want, Unabomber? Like, I, yeah. like, I'm, exactly. not, I'm not okay selling fuel tanks for you at this point. Well, I don't know anybody. I mean, do you know anybody that needs an F-16 fuel tank? I don't know why you would. How, all right, exactly. so I'm ignorant when it comes to this stuff. How big is an F-16 fuel tank? How big would it be? Like, give me something to compare From it to. From one end to the other is all I can tell you. I really don't know. Like, sure, is it I'm, as big as this table? I would say oh, yeah. a Chevrolet yeah. Astro van. Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, big. they 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 hold quite a bit of fuel. That's what I did. I just didn't um, know how fucking big yeah. one would be. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good size. And, and y'all got them just killing out there. Yeah. Oh God, that bro. seems like you could just bro. Y'all probably. I don't you know if no you ever looked into this, but um, I can't even remember what fucking movie. You know what? This is gonna make me sound so gay. I'm just gonna tell you if where oh, I remember this from. Sound that way. Shut up, Ken. Uh, <laughs> uh, y'all ever had to watch Magic Mike with your old ladies? No. Okay, no. I fucking have. Uh, you don't have an old lady. I got bitches. They make you. you stay, they still make you watch movies for you touch some britches. Uh, sometimes you gotta pretend. You know, you gotta pretend to be interested to get where you gotta go. I made age. Oh, um, sleep. Mine made me watch Broke by a Mountain. Oh, see, shut the fuck up. I watch Magic Mike. You watch Cowboys getting ripped. Yeah, I'm the bad guy here. Um, no, you've got something that's like in the – I think it's in that movie. The old dude in the movie was taking old airplane parts and repurposing them like into lamps mm-hmm. and shit like that or whatever. You probably – like whoever owns it. I don't know who owns it. You probably got a fucking gold mine sitting there for stuff like that. Everybody wants to now to repurpose that old shit. Into some, all you'd have to do is you got a bunch of them fuel tanks out here, turn it to like a smokehouse. Like, well, yeah. uh, you could make some fucking money. Well, repurposing here, this. Here's stuff. the problem he would grab the fuel tank and you ever seen Joe Dirt? Yeah, well, now not only the airplane parts, but my father in law, he's got a bunch of crazy ass rocks. And you showed them to me, they're cool as fuck. I didn't ever really know nothing about these rocks. I t- it's a goddamn rock to me. I mean, rocks are rock because a rock you is can't a rock. smoke it. I don't want it. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Whoa, I don't know if I'm gonna do crack. You, yeah, excuse me. We, hey, we was crack jokes was the limit on this show. We, oh, we, no. we too, we too heavy to be crack. <laughs> Look at us. Yeah, yeah. I, I like there's you. not a crackhead in this room, <laughs> but he's got this one rock up there, and I thought it was cool as hell. So, this rock is about that big around, and it's worth $8,000. Oh, fuck. It's not a diamond. It's a blue rock. Yeah. Um. Apparently, they make dick-hardening pills out of this stuff. You ain't just been in there nibbling on it? I've seen him. I'm not on. denying that, whether I have or I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a pop rock since you was a kid. Yeah, yeah, it is a bad It's going to goddamn town on this. No, ball. but like it, it, so these rocks, they started out as just a damn rock, but evidently, wherever you get them from in the world, the 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 atmosphere or the 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 temperature they're in, and depends on what kind of water runs over it or whatever is what makes these certain different types of rocks or some shit like that. I don't know. I was trying to. I was trying to listen to these old men talk, telling us about these rocks. And, of course, my attention span went to shit. This is like one of the times I wish you would have invited me to your house. I would have loved to listen to this. It's a rock, but I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. He's like, well, this rock right here 
if it stays out in the humidity very long and you breathe in the air, it'll kill you. Oh, that's what you want. So they got one of those. And then this rock right here, you could sell it to Pfizer for a dick hard and fill for $6,000. You know what I want? I just want the fucking bullheads. I want. He said he'd sell them. Did he? Yeah. Gotta get me a price. Cause I want, I want to cut, I want one at least one or two of them. You ain't got no wall in here. To... I'll make some fucking wall. <laughs> I, I'll make some. That shit is, that shit's so badass to me. I dig it. All right. So I got a question. Okay. There oh, we go. Lord. Here we go. What's up? Honestly, what made you wake up one day working at Life on your light and be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to go jump out of airplanes. Can I, can I answer? He woke up one day and he had to go to work at Lithonia Lighting. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had a lot of fun at Lithonia Lighting. Don't get me wrong. I, I did. Yeah. I worked there for a day and a half. Where'd you work at? On the assembly line? He did. I worked. All I put, he's going to say is in the factory. They don't even know what part. I don't even know what it was. I was putting together a light fixture. Yeah, you working on a similar. It that was me. Sucks. It was my big ass and three other yeah. nice little black ladies. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we just yeah. swapped. Like, literally, it was a table yeah. about this big. And they, they would be like, all right, it's time to swap. You, you swapped on a bell. Yeah. And then you'd swap. And I'd go from putting the bolt in on this side I, of it to putting the bolt in on this side of it. Yep. I realized real quick, this ain't my shit. This ain't this well, ain't for me right here. I got lucky to start out in fabrication out here. I worked on the lines one day because they needed some volunteers for overtime. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll make this easy money. No. Sending the line work was 10, the hardest job out there. They give me a job of just putting a damn sticker on the damn light picture. Going down, and I couldn't keep up. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> putting a sticker on. Couldn't keep up, but um, but to answer your question, so he's like, Fuck this, yeah, fuck stickers. I'm jumping out of airplanes, <laughs> yeah. There's a, there seems like there's some area in the middle, yeah. Bad, a, you gotta, two, you gotta be like, You know what? Hey, to answer your question, there's something else. I joined the military in 2004, I got married 2001, September 8th, uh, 2001, September 11th happened, 2001, and I got a thing about like. They need bodies. They need. I felt like I was a badass motherfucker at the time, and um, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm able. I'm willing. Let's do it. I like, get that. But why jump like, out of an airplane? Um, like I mean, you could drive tanks. You could tanks work on airplanes. Before. I didn't really you want could... to work on airplanes. Um, it was just. Freaking! I heard. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> when he said driving tanks is boring, I was just like, I'm not listening no more. Because like, my whole life, I have thought, you know what? If I could do one goddamn thing, I want to drive some fucking tanks. I, I want to fuck like some shit up. A bulldozer in a hot ass oven. Have y'all before you keep telling your story? Have y'all seen the story of the guy who modified the bulldozer and then destroyed the tank? Oh yeah! Oh my That's god! Kill Yeah! Fucking coolest shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Fucking love that guy. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't have cut water off to his goddamn. Marvin place. Haymeyer. Yeah, yeah, I dig him. I fucking dig him. Do you know why it was never made national news? <laughs> because the day after Ronald Reagan died, uh, yeah, it was set to make national news and go down in history. But Mar uh, Ronald Reagan died the day after 
all that was yeah. over with. So that just kind of washed it under the. That is the coolest fucking thing. When yeah. you like, I'm all about people. Uh, even though we have, you know, some people that, you know, have served our country and actually done some shit here. So it's not just me talking shit. <laughs> no. like, I'm all about people, you know, kind of fighting back, like, against yeah. bullshit. Like, small 17, town bullshit. 1776. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fighting like, back against the wrongdoings. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah, I don't want yeah. it to sound like I'm fucking, like, rebel against the country. No, I don't no. mean that. But, like, when there's wrong... I like the fact that this dude stood and, up for it. And the thing about that wrongdoing is it was going on for so long, he actually had time to build a tank around his bulldozer. Yeah. yeah I that, mean, that didn't happen and overnight. It, and it All like he just put some fucking thick-ass sheet metal up there either. He fucking went balls to the wall. Like, yes. Kiddos. Yeah, he, That's the coolest fucking thing. Yeah. Had a 50 cal out the back. I just to blow up. I cannot tank. remember I mean, if any fucking police officers died. So no, I hate if any of them did or anybody yeah. got killed. That no, I think they I realized they had something died. they couldn't handle. Yeah, and they're like, uh, let him do his thing. You know yes. what? If I was a police officer that day, I got fired. Yeah, I told somebody to fuck themselves real <laughs> quick. Like, you want me to do what? <laughs> Have you seen this motherfucker? You want me to jump? That on is that? a bull tank. Uh, no, mm -hmm. Lee Tucker ran into those one time. No, that was a bulldog. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the best fucking story I've ever heard. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Uh, but no, like uh, but, I say, so continue how tanks are bored, and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm know, jumping yeah. out tanks, of that." You're living in enough and driving a bulldozer essentially. But anyway, I just got a thing for him. in. Like I'm able and willing. I mean, shit. Uh, what's some of the hardest shit I can do? I wish. And dude. yeah, so that's. Signed up for that. Then I uh, went through basic, and next thing I know, I was at airborne school, and I was like, shit, okay. At that time, they had very strict standards. You had to be fucking on top of your shit. Okay, explain something to me. Okay, what you got? With airborne school. Yep. Are all soldiers taught to jump out of airplanes to, I guess, go to where they're supposed to go? What, or is that only... No. So what makes all right without you giving anything you're supposed to say, no, what makes you good. be different than another right. soldier jumping out of a plane? Um I'm gonna be different and go get a beer. That's fine. Right, bring me one back. I don't care. This you is want me that's to wait the, or go ahead or what? No, you go ahead. All, all right. right. Well, what does Neil want to do? What, you want me to wait? You want to hear this? Shit. All right. Yeah, hey, fuck it. The, the people the people matter, not Neil. Yeah, right. you're right. All right, the best way to explain airborne school, which was explained to me before I went, first week, they separate the men from the boys. Yeah. Second week, they separate the men from the idiots. Third week, the idiots jump. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense. But, um, no, uh, airborne school in Fort Bend in Georgia, you're doing low-level, get on the ground quick, Combat equipment, this and that, which they kind of it's a it's a it's a crawl walk run method. Yeah. You're gonna do a Hollywood jump first. Nothing but your parachute and your reserve. Um we're jumping a 1250 foot AGL, uh non-steerable parachutes. Right? Okay. So when you, you you're you're just along for the ride. Okay. Much. You can you can try to pull slips, but the parachute ain't gonna move that much. 
Oh, so is that where it's more on you to jump out at a certain time or the pilot no. to have you in the right place? Mostly pilot having you okay. in the right place. And your jump master's being able to spot the drop zone correctly, this and that. Um, yeah, you're 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 at their as mercy. Much as I hate to say it, you're along for the ride. Okay, gotcha. Because going up to the door to go out, you can't see that much. I mean, you're looking at a door like this, it's flying and whatnot. You you're putting all your faith and trust into the pilots, the jump master team that's in the bird, and the jump master team that's on the ground. Now you want to talk about teamwork and trust. If you ever want to learn that shit, go go to fucking jump school down there. So my first nighttime jump was 2.30 in the morning there. Oh, God. Pitch black dark. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this was a bad decision. <laughs> but turned out good. I mean, you put all your faith and trust and everybody doing their jobs, and it all fell together. And we landed so, on the drop zone. So someone like you – you're taught, I guess, what I'm getting at is where an average – no, I shouldn't say average. I don't ever want to say an average soldier. But somebody else can't do – an everyday soldier can't do what you do. Yes. Are they not, are they're not no, taught no, no, to no, do no. what you do? No. Here's the biggest thing that I've noticed with a lot of the airborne personnel out there. They um, – most of them going into airborne school because there's nothing natural about jumping out of a fucking airplane. No fucking shit. Nothing natural about it. <laughs> but you I got can't even soldiers ride that would do that, that it, it's not natural. They they feared at first, but they're they're the type of people that face their fears head on. And like, fuck it, let's do this. I got soldiers nowadays that still get nervous and shit at jumps, which is good. Um, because most of the time they're more attentive and paying attention to everything. But you know, most most of the airborne personnel, yeah. They're scared as fuck. Does a parachute have a weight limit? Yes. Yeah, we shouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I do I'm not just suggest you it. doing a static line job. I don't even know what that means. But I'm not doing any static job. Stat- All right. Static line jumps, you're hooking up your parachute inside the airplane and they get snatched as soon as you go out. Oh, fuck no. Because we're doing low-level jumps. Um, no, it's like... All right. And the reason I say I don't suggest it is because we got a descent rate of 18 to 23 feet per second. To put that in perspective That's to fucking hollow ass. To put that in perspective to you, it's like climbing on top of an eight-foot ladder and jumping off. That's how hard we're hitting the ground. Every time we jump, it's like jumping off an eight-foot ladder. Now, we can find an eight-foot ladder for you tomorrow and show you kind of what it feels like to land. Going out to plane shit, that's fine. He's already got a double wide landed on his ass. I think he's okay <laughs> right now. He knows the pain. But um, but now in November, I'm scheduled to go to military free fall school, which is jumping from 10,000 feet on up. Basically, it's the military version of skydiving. Okay. Where you're all your gear and all that shit. And, um, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that school because as long as you time it right, you kind of walk it out. But it's one of them, if you time it wrong, you're eating shit. All right, so this is what I've got in my so, head. This is, what I, <laughs> this is why I think you have a job. Then this is probably not even more close, right? I feel like at some point in time, 
and you're you can't say this because it'd probably be classified if you could. So don't nod your head, don't wink, don't nothing. Don't make anything that's gonna make me think what I'm about to say is right. Because I'm gonna okay. grill you after this if it is. And you couldn't tell me no way. But it's like I feel like you're Batman. I feel like I feel like you're one of the guys that when shit's real like shady type shit, they're like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna drop this motherfucker in. <laughs> he's been he's gonna take a lot like next week when the whole situation in Afghanistan's over, it's because they dropped one kin in. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he man, went back, he, he just... stole all the Blackhawks. <laughs> he, he said fuck the I tanks, they ain't nothing but bullshit. Yeah. No, no way. No, 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 no. No, I just like I think here, it's real here, cool. Here, I, you think, gotta I think, think it's so that, cool. You gotta think about those camel jockeys over there. They gotta be like oh, on opium and shit whatsoever. It don't matter, fuck them motherfuckers. You seen what they did in Afghan today. You seen all the poor people over there down trying to run and jump on airplanes to get away from them crazy son of a bitch. That's sad. That's not who I'm calling. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not calling anybody that's got a normal set mind a camel jockey. A camel jockey is one of those what a Taliban. One of Taliban free thinking over religious son of a bitches that you know, throw I'm stones and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's a yes. Taliban is like a game. But uh, <laughs> some of them the, rock you I roll. Yeah. Shit, I that's what where the culture over there is a lot different than it is over here. Because you got a lot of red blood Americans over here that no, they're not so, it'd be like the bloods of Cribs trying to take over the United States. Yeah. We're I not just, gonna stand for that shit, but I, they're yeah. over there. I just wish people would read or they can or listen to what like actually happened. Uh, I've watched. I get all my all my shit now. I get my news from the Daily Wire. If y'all don't, mm-hmm. if you don't watch the Daily ben Wire Shapiro. on Ben Shapiro, mm-hmm. by the way, I'm plugging the movie right now because if you haven't seen it, you have to go watch it. They came out with a movie earlier this year. It's called uh, Hide, Fight or Run, Hide, Fight. Yeah, it's about school shootings. Yeah. Fucking the most intense, badass, realistic it's movie like, I have ever fucking seen. I was on the edge of my seat from start to finish. It's an amazing movie. Now, Ben Shapiro produced that, right? He funded it or produced it or what? I don't know. Something. Daily Wire is the only place you can go watch it. Oh. Yeah. You have to download Daily Wire on your phone. It's like $7 a month to get all this. Like all, yeah. It's a lot of shit that you get for $7 a month. Fucking about Ben, I'm plugging you. Give me some goddamn money. Uh, um, I love how he's living in California Shapiro. and going to Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, so, so, oh, what I was getting, I was listening to some stuff earlier and I fact check it because even off some stuff, I got a fact check. I saw where Trump was the one on, like, on several different news sites, was the one who put in the troops and everything getting out by this date. The media for the past yes. fucking several months has said whatever. Like, they're trying to blame Trump for this. But what it was, if you go back and read all the stuff and listen to it, it was where step one had to happen, step two had to happen, step three had to happen. All this stuff had to happen for it to be the pullout date of today. Mm-hmm. You had Biden even last nice. fucking week saying, oh, this won't happen. This won't be another Saigon. This, this won't be fucking bad. This won't be fucking bad. They fucking screwed Everybody that's over there, those I feel so bad for those men and women that serve our country. They're still stuck on that base. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The base got overran like fucking three or four hours ago. Mm-hmm. Like it, and I've, 
got multiple phone calls because yeah, hey, they just second just mobilize. Yeah, gotcha. Tracking. I mean, I mean, it's sad, dude. It's, it's like yeah, they, he fucked this. He, there's a whole other Benghazi. It, it, there'll be a movie about this in goddamn ten well, years. Another the book. thing mm-hmm. is, Trump made mean tweets. He made mean tweets. So let's vote him out. Look where we're at. Right hey, look, now. You know look, what? look, you know, I gave Joe yeah. Biden, I, I know you got no opinion on this one, Ken, but yeah. I gave Joe yeah. Biden a year before he fucked this country up. I gave, I gave the old son of a bitch one year to fuck this country up. He did it in four months. Well, I think what's going to happen now, what should happen if people use fucking reasoning, his whole thing, what they're saying as of like a couple hours ago was, hey, Trump put this into play. Oh yeah. Well, the first thing that you hear educated people say is you couldn't stop it. And he's like, no, I couldn't stop it. And they're like, what about the pipeline and all those stuff on your first day in fucking office yeah. that you cut off? You couldn't cut this off in January. Yeah. You didn't see this shit coming. Yeah. But and like I don't know how some people at this table feel about this. <laughs> it's almost like ever since he's been in office, the people that actually serve and protect this country, they have shit on. Hmm? They have not paid them attention. They have not paid like they're like. How can you say that if you got men and women at a base over there that they're not the number one priority? Well, look at the look at the National Guard that they had sit out in front of the White House. Hmm. You know they were they were they were putting cots in the parking garage at the White House or whatever for them to sleep on because of the insurrection or whatever that shit is that they say, you know, they, they held them boys and girls up there as guard over the white house and over the Capitol and shit, because they were so scared. Uh, the, the, the Trumpies, they like to call it would show back up again. But you know, they, they kept them up there standing guard this whole time and treated them like shit. What, what, didn't give them anywhere decent to sleep, to lay their head or whatever. They had them staying in parking. You know garage. what? I don't like, and it's just once again, it's just my thinking. Entertainment purposes only. Take it as you want to. It's where you ever heard the old saying, "You don't bite the hand that feeds you." Yep. Politicians think that they're the hand feeding the military, but it's not. If it wasn't for the military, then politicians wouldn't have a fucking position. Exactly. And the fact that you shit on them, and like you're just not like. I, there's people yeah. once again I don't know motherfuckers. No, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Like the only reason I'm I'm supposed to be a Pathfinder school right now. Yeah. Camp Edwards, Massachusetts. You got canceled two days before I went before I was supposed to report because of budget constraints. Yeah. Because they National Guard spent it was five to six hundred million dollars to provide security for that event never got paid back for it so they was having to shut down schools left and right mine was one of them (laughs) i think that they're like i but i'm also i'm a conspiracy theory fucking person i think every decision that they're even making right now with what's going on i think and once again i'm fucking crazy everybody (laughs) listen this just know I have nothing to back this up besides stupid fucking articles and people all this to. I think that I don't think it's Biden. I think it's somebody behind Biden. I think they're pushing for a one world military. I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. 
I really think that the reason that, I think that that's what they're doing, and but I think it's like a whole fucking group. I don't think that would ever happen. I don't think it could. Not in the United States. I don't think. No. Yeah, but we also didn't think that they'd fucking make vaccines almost mandatory. And now they're talking about, I don't know how familiar everybody is. I don't know how familiar everybody listening to the show is with something that's in the Bible. And I don't know how it references over. But there's something about the end of days, people will get a a number or a microchip or whatever, right? There are so many things out right now. Bill Gates behind a fucking shit ton of them. About mm-hmm. you getting a microchip now because it will detect that or will detect whether it's coronavirus or whatever, it'll give people the early fucking thing. Like you'll get the early warning signs that something's wrong in your fucking body. It, it in the Bible, I'm pretty right. sure it's something along the lines of you won't be able to 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 buy any goods. Or you won't be able to do normal everyday things without this particular. About, are you talking about New York in 2021? Of, yeah, of exactly. August yeah. Of yeah. Like a vaccine card. Yeah. You can't go in nowhere in New York now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not saying. Don't, I, 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 all I'm saying is everything in the Bible, like especially true. Uh, tri- was it tribulations? Is it, no. Is it tribulations. That's not. For, I'm no, no, I want to hear you go. I'm, I'm no, shit. I. Say I'm it's not. Tribulate. No, it's Galatians. Revelation. 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 Oh, we both fucked it up. See, sorry, Lord, we're both stupid. <laughs> but we're... everything in Revelations, it, it, I think it's been taking place this whole time. I mean, our, our whole entire life, life, Revelations. You know what's in the Bible has been going on. It ain't just now that we are seeing. It, you got to figure everything that's happening right now has happened. In the past 100 years. Ken, how old are you? <laughs> Too old. Okay. Now I'm 42. Okay. So he's got he's got 11 years on us, right? No. 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 I'm 34. I'm about to be 30. He's 42. I just said he's got 11 years on us. No. What's oh, 34? God. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Lord. You're mad. <laughs> <ain't coming> <laughs> I'm glad I can talk. I him. gave him shit because I told him, I said, I Damn. think my father in law ought to at least be 10 years yeah, older. Than I, shit. I didn't realize. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yes. For, How many for those times? Guys well, it's not going to work because you're eight years older than us. You're only eight years older than us. But they said the world was going to end and there were so many things that lined up. Y2K. With Y2K. Oh, yeah. Y2K. But there was something in the 60s. There's, there's like every 20, 30 years. Yeah. I don't think the end of I don't think it's the end of times anytime soon. I really oh, no. don't. I no. think the end of times, and, and dear Lord, you gonna come back and get me right now. I am one of your kids. I'm just one of your badass kids. And I am sorry. And I'll take my spanking when I get there. But like I don't think until our natural resources, until this till our earth is depleted, I don't think it's the end of days. Well, you won't know. I mean, the Bible. I do know this. The Bible does say that it's really like right. a thief in the dark. Yeah, you will not know. So, you you we're, we're speculating on vaccines being all these marks and everybody's uh, everybody speculating and all that kind of stuff. Right. At the end of the day, nobody knows. No, no nobody knows. I just know that there's been too many times with other things. You just don't need to deny the fact that that that's where it gets you. Yeah. Now, if you, if you want to be a Christian, fine. You yeah. need to be a Christian, but 
just to understand the fact that you recognize that something's not oh, right yeah. and everything is deteriorating. Well, see, that's where I think. I think that, that's where you that that's what separates. I think that there's always going to be like a trying time, like right now. Absolutely. But I think that it's supposed to be people, maybe like even us, that that put it in perspective. Maybe it's just where we have an understanding of what's going on. I don't think like. I know that yeah, a lot I mean, of technology's taking over the world. Oh, it's this over with. I mean, I, there's no, there's absolutely no conspiracy theory about that. You've got, you, technology has made it to where you, you do not even need human on human interaction anymore to do business or do work. See, that's another thing. I, I think that's conspiracy. COVID was orchestrated. Absolutely. The very beginning for the fucking election, it was orchestrated for, it was orchestrated for so much shit. And that's another thing. It's we finna pause this and put you on the show. Uh, there you go. You know what? That's a hold on. Let me finish this thought, and then we'll we'll get okay. Ken back out here and we'll put him on the show. Um, COVID. Remember, don't let me forget. This is where we fire back up at now. Right. COVID was literally, I think, a tool. Mm-hmm. For, for fucking the smartest of the smart or the evilest of the evil, however you want to look at it. I think they were at the top of the pedestal saying, hey, look, we don't need all these workers anymore. We don't need whatever. We can save wages now, making people work for home. And all, and all kind of like it was it was just a fucking it was setup. Perfect. It was a perfect. And, it, and it, like fucking Trump lost because of it. I think it. that was the, in my opinion, that was, Pure motivation for it. I don't think. I, I, think I really was, do. I think that was goal number one with it. But let me ask you. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll start. The question that I'm going to ask Neil when we get back is, why do you think there's so much unemployment right now? 